We are all worthy, strong, and committed, and we are ready to go beyond our own limitations. Welcome back, my friends and loved ones, to the Rebel Minded Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, with my co-host, Thor, of course, and I'm here as a friend, a creator, a powerlifter, and a provocateur. And we are here to learn to question the one thing that keeps us from our best, ourselves. Join me as we dive deep to question and strengthen our communication and our vulnerability, create a healthier mind to commit to our goals, and how to give more to our lovers and the world. We're going to face the uncomfortable truths of what it means to be authentically and uniquely flawed, but awesome humans. So, let's get rebel-minded. Also, I'll bring in stories of all things powerlifting, Thor shenanigans, and probably some embarrassing mishaps. Let's do this. Welcome, welcome back, guys. Welcome, all you rep-minded freaks. How you been? I'm your host, Zach Henson, and we're here to provoke. We're here to question everything. We're here to be rebel-minded. But before we get too carried away today, I want to tell you a little story about myself and why why it is I do what I do. You know, I from a very young age, it seems like I felt a lot of pressure. I felt a lot of worry. I, I felt a lot of uh, stress, maybe sooner than I should have. And the funny thing is, is that I didn't have a horrible childhood. I had parents that loved me for sure. But why is it that a certain general set of emotions can kind of take over your totality, the totality of, of your experiences as a kid? Like when you set back and you think about things as a whole, what do you feel the most? You know? And. I'm saying this for a reason, I promise. But as as I grew, I was so worried about what I was supposed to do by the world's standards, by my parents' standards, that I kept myself very far away from what desire I may have had for myself, what intention I w- may have had for myself, what, whatever passion I may have had for myself. And I'm not starting a pity party. Pity party. What I'm saying is that I know there are some of you out there that may feel bad about where you are now and may feel bad about not feeling like you have control, not feeling like you're passionate, not feeling like you have any idea of where you're going. But what I want to tell you is that as we grow in age and as we discover new things about ourselves, and as we lose our tolerance for the stresses in life and you know the the anxiety and the pressure we start to become abrasive you know sometimes it goes in a bad direction maybe it goes into anger maybe it goes into resentment but it's telling you something as i went through my 20s i chased after something that really didn't have any purpose for me. I I chased materialism. I I chased vehicles. I chased, you know, getting my first house. I, you know, kind of fell into the idea that nine to five was the dream thing and to make as much money as I could. 
and you know find somebody to, to truly love me and raise children with and go about that challenge but the problem was was i was lying to myself because i had never found myself i was pushing myself in a direction that felt good because others said it was good until my late 20s when i broke up with probably the most serious relationship i had been in to that point and for whatever reason got me to question everything about me <laughs> why do you think uh why do you think the slogan is question everything here on the rmp but uh what i've realized is that there is so many of us out there that have gone through something like this and if this is you if you're one of these few i know how you feel i understand because once you decide to push back once you try to find some sort of clarity, once you start throwing yourselves at different things to try to find out who you are, just to relieve yourself, just to feel like you're something else that's not what everyone else thinks you're supposed to be, just to get away from the pseudo version of you, the fake version of you, the masked version of you, I deeply know how that feels. And so as you start to get abrasive to the world around you, people are going to question you and people are going to worry about you and they're going to put options in front of you. They're going to try to save you, not realizing that they're actually drowning you still. They're, they're keeping you from being your best because they don't know what the best is for you. Only you do. And it gets really hard to have conversations with loved ones that only want the best for you because we think so differently and we experience so differently and our goals are so different. And if you're one of the few that can't handle the American dream, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the American dream. I'm saying if you're one of those people that feels like an outsider, that feels like if you turn away from everybody that you'll be exiled, that you're going to fail, that you're going to suffer. Let me tell you one thing. You will feel all those things, but you will also find freedom. You will find independence, autonomy. You will find clarity. You will find direction. You'll find value. You'll find pleasure. You'll find satisfaction. You'll find so many things that you look back and can't imagine how you ever lived without and it's a fucking struggle man there is so much doubt and there's so much bad conditioning that makes you wonder why you can't push harder makes you wonder if your the goals that you're chasing the passions that you're actually after and the mission that you're taking on really is real and people will back that up they're going to make you question whatever path you're on and there's going to have to be a confidence in sticking to your resilience and sticking to your consistency well enough to condition yourself in a new way in order to find out who you're supposed to be and completely fill your full potential so i just wanted to start with that because i know there's a lot of you out there that suffer behind the curtains. You're afraid to try things. You're afraid to ask yourself what you want. And 
the best thing that I can tell you is to just fall. Fall as hard as you can. Because there's something amazing that happens when you hit the bottom. And it's not just about coming back up. It's about being knocked into clarity. It's about experiencing something that your fear would have never let you have before. And it's going to be baby steps and it's going to take a very long time. But when you look back and you say, did I try to follow this mission? Did I try to chase this passion? Did I stop listening to everybody else? You get to decide on whether you're going to be regretful or not of the path you took. Or whether you were too worried about having a plan B. About if you were too worried about making a transition. About whether you were going to have all the security that you needed to make a change. Because a lot of times you're not going to have these things. And it's going to suck. And it's going to feel like you're doing things wrong. It's going to feel like you're letting other people down. And it's going to feel very, very lonely at times. But to keep from filling your own heart, to keep from filling your own soul, will be the most regretful thing that you ever do. So if you are one of the few that suffers, start taking chances. Start saying no. Start asking the universe and yourself and your heart and soul what it is that you want. And never give up on it. I love you all. Now, if you are willing, I would love to hear from you guys. I want to hear your stories. And if you are loving this podcast, if you love the things that you hear, then give a review. Give the RMP a rating. Let me hear from you. Let me know that what we're doing here is positive and effective and influential. So let's get to this episode because this is going to be a good one. Let's do this. This is episode 67, Rules of the Rebellious. I've spent the better part of the last five years doing a complete overhaul of mind, body, and spirit. It has been the most crucial yet grueling natural program that I've ever done in my entire life. And it's a necessary period for all of us, I think. And from what I can see, it's become it's becoming harder and harder to see that it's not just a part of life that happens to us anymore. It's something that must be found. The world is changing very fast, and we are getting further and further away from the spiritual kind of tribal way of doing things, an important way of doing things, in my opinion. There's this muddying up of the periods of our lives, this blending. Instead of initiations built into our culture that helps us grow and gain maturity and value in life, we more or less wander in the dark until something knocks us over and we have to learn how to get up and head in another direction, most of the time on our own, and mostly because we're too afraid to ask for help. What I'm saying isn't meant to be pessimistic, I promise, because the human mind and spirit is amazingly, amazingly resilient, and its ability to adapt and conquer is quite scary, to be honest. Even if the old ways of doing things were a little bit more straightforward, 
even if the world is tougher to decipher and more distracting than 100 years ago and farther, we're still succeeding. We're still growing. We're still giving value and we're still becoming independent, high-functioning leaders of the modern day. We just have to get out of our own way and learn that growth has far more to do with what's going on inside of us more than the mess that's going on on the outside of us. And that's what I wanted to bring to you today. For spending so much time on myself, it's been a psychological mindfuck. Learning to trust myself, to believe in myself, to act for myself, it's all thrown me in so many different directions, being spread thin. Progress is never a straight line. We all know that. The world of self-improvement and social media has brought a lot to the table and what we should pay attention to, but to live it is something else entirely. There's far less tiptoeing around words like therapy, self-improvement, vulnerability, emotions. We become far more aware of the things that fuck us up mentally, really. And in, in the amazingly distracting world that we live in, coupled with the years of childhood bullshit that no one wants to process, no wonder we have such a hard time getting to our goals. But at least now, the awareness of these things is giving far more people the understanding that growth has a lot more to do with how we think than we realized. And tapping into it, it's just a few Google clicks away. We just have to be strong enough to say that it's not tomfoolery and have the courage and the humility to try a few things. I fucking, I just said tomfoolery. <laughs> uh do not repeat that so so if you're on a journey of self-discovery because you're lost or stressing about what to do with your life or are just tired of listening to people tell you the way life should be listen the fuck up because we're going to dive into some of the traits in my opinion that i've found are very crucial to our growth towards independence freedom autonomy success and whatever else makes you feel confident about how you face the journey of the human experience. Going forward, also, I may refer to men's traits, speak towards men, or say things that are more clear to the masculine, but I think there is a lot here for all of us, women and men. If you've been listening to the RMP long enough, then you know I speak to men directly a lot of the time. But if these things pique your interest, if they give you a little tickle in your cere cerebral cortex, then don't single yourself out just because I speak towards men. It's about what you feel and what your goals are. So keep listening, ladies, if you're interested, and see how this hits you. Keep your headphones in, and let's get fucking clear on being the rebel our souls are always whispering for us to be. First off, we need to describe what being rebel-minded actually is, and I will have my definition and you will have yours. How you define something is how you will present it and therefore yourself out in the world. That's why I will build a foundation, and you can detail it however you see fit, whatever feels right to you. So to be a rebel, per se, we have to be independent. We need to realize that we are whole as ourselves and that our community is just a presence that gives us the validation with what's the reflection of us. Autonomy, then community. Start with yourself. Understand yourself. 
work on clarity of who you are and what's important to you. And then things will come a little bit smoother. So, number one, as a rebel, our foundation is very, very key. We must be healthy in mind, body, and spirit. The total success of what we become starts with the totality of how we take care of the organic machine that we are. We must feed it well with the best food, the best knowledge, the best rest, and the best physical and spiritual training that we can. There are so many practices, so many practices for all of these things. So find the ones that bring out the best in you. Define these things that make sense to you. Now, number two, as a rebel, we learn to question the world. We must not be defensive, but skeptical. This may not be number one, but it's the base of why we do what the fuck it is that we do. Your rebel-minded, your growth, your success, your satisfaction with life is not accomplished by adherence or constant accommodation of others' needs over your own. And it's not done by creating a war within yourself in order to keep peace within others. That is not your fucking job. Stop being taken advantage of. Stop being a people pleaser. You and I both know that you've been letting it happen. Fucking stop. Create resistance. Question other people. Question the rules. Question society. Question government. But do it in a way that releases its hold on you. It's not meant to build a plan of vengeance or resentment. It's meant to allow you freedom from compliance. Overall, question yourself. Because that's where the conditioning is at. That's where the base of all of the bullshit is at. For years we've been conditioned. And our soul is telling us to rebel. Yet we are compliant anyway. It's because we're still convinced that everything we were taught and told and threatened to be or do is the right thing. Well, what if it's not? Number three, as a rebel, we find how we best give ourselves to the world. We find our purpose, our mission, our value, and we work our asses off to become it, to live it. I spent so much time in anguish, and I had no idea why. I had to be pushed past a limitation. I had to be broken in order to open my eyes enough to see that I was suffering, and that I had to do something about it. We can be so convinced about what life is, but why would we have so much stress and anxiety about life then? I promise you, that's not life. I don't care who told you that life is just stressful. It may be tough, it may be exhausting, but if you're constantly stressed, it means you don't have any feeling of control. And even though they may say that you can't control the world around you, you can control your response to it. You can control what you do with your life. Don't let anyone tell you lies. Don't let anyone set their limitations on you. When you start to question, you should start to ask yourself what it's about. Be relentless in finding that answer so you can find solutions and quit wandering. And to relieve your stress, to find satisfaction, you must decide what you want your life to be about. What is your mission? What makes you get up out of bed? What makes you feel like you're powerful, like you're doing something for somebody? What makes you go back to bed satisfied with making movement towards something greater than yourself? Number four, as a rebel, we grow with the intention to love. 
men, you might have a little bit harder time with this one. But love in our mission, love in our influence, love in our relationships, love in any direction that you take. There is a time definitely for competition, for war, for justice, for setting things straight. But the only reason this world of humans exists is because of love, love of ourselves and keeping ourselves alive because of compassion, understanding, embrace, empathy, love of others and keeping them in our lives and having experience with them, the willingness to have others around us, to be a society, to be a group, love of progress and doing things good for the world, seeing it thrive, seeing innovation make our lives better. Love makes this adapted world go round. And in my opinion, is the only thing that has kept us from destroying ourselves. And by the way, ladies, thank you. Thank you for teaching us men how to love or how to remember to love. Without you, we would lose ourselves. Love isn't sappy, it's clarity. Love may be an emotion, but it's also an idea. It opens us, it connects us, and gives us purpose. Don't be afraid to step forward with love, gentlemen. Number five, as a rebel, we accept, and I'll tell you what I mean. We accept that the world is full of imbalance and that we must give our power to create balance and not complain or be actionless, to not let it get too far out of swing. We do not remain powerless. We cannot remain powerless. We can be destroyed by the idea that evil will never be distinguished. Don't let it happen. We can lose ourselves in the endless battle against that evil. Unless we decide to do something about it. Understand this. We can never be without evil. But evil could never be without good. It's the law of balance. The more that we accept that there is wrongdoing, the more we can set ourselves free enough from helplessness and start to make a difference. We can build strength knowing that we can protect the innocent and to lead others with our wisdom and our skills. We become stronger by knowing imbalance and doing our part to bring the world back into it. Know that you are a small piece of something greater and that the endless war is inspiring because we always get to grow. We always get to become more. Number six, as a rebel, we become powerful and dangerous, not to create war, but to create peace. We become dangerous to be ready, to keep ourselves in control, and to allow our abilities and skills to offset evil. Some people think that being dangerous is dangerous, that to have the potential to destroy will somehow bring violence and aggression into the world. But number one, in any war, there is a violence and aggression. We use it as a way to win over evil. To stand for good will sometimes mean that we use things to diminish and hold at bay the darkness that dares to overcome us. Number two, war and violence and aggression is not the issue. It's the uncontrolled possession of it. It's the psychology around it. It's the mentality. Without understanding, we have no control. Without control, we are volatile and bring unnecessary pain to our external environments because of the pain we have internally. Be powerful. Be dangerous. Hone it. Use it to your advantage and as a way to purge the pressure that builds up inside of you. What is competition? What is martial arts? What is sport? If not the opportunities to hone skills that would battle evil, but also keep us from being uncontrolled and dangerous humans by allowing space to expel it in a controlled environment. Now, 
What do you hear in your own head when I speak of these traits? What comes to your mind? What should happen is your instinctive reactions of what these mean to you. Good. What you feel is your compass. There's a reason our most emotional memories are also the strongest. Our emotions can clear up what it is that we're after, but you have to uniquely define what these mean to you. How do you see them working in your own life? If we can learn to process emotion before we act on them, they will give us guidance to the actions that make the most sense to us. This is the beginning to independent thinking, the beginning of knowing who you are. It's the cross between the emotional brain and the logical one. It's the symbiotic relationship between the amygdala and the prefrontal cortex. This is the basic idea of emotional intelligence, understanding our emotions, processing them, and not being controlled by them. Even stoicism is an idea based around not being emotionless, but not allowing them control over what we do, which means we can more easily take control of our actions and not be stalled by emotional reaction. To be a rebel man or to be a rebellious human doesn't have everything to do with violence, not inherently anyway. To be a rebel, the first thing we have to do is question. Question everything, the status quo, whatever you want to call it. And in order to question everything, we have to feel confident enough that whatever has been laid out before us has a damn good chance of being wrong and accepting that. Let me ask you, how long have you gone along with an idea, feeling sure resistance to that idea, and then had an experience that showed you that it's never made sense and that you no longer want to live that way? What comes to mind? Is it the way you've been treated in a relationship? Is it the way your boss has treated you? Is it the way you've been told to live? Is it what you've been told success actually looks like? Is it what you've been told God is? Is it what you've been told is healthy for your body? Is it what you've been told about what's important in life? There is an answer to all of these, but how many of them are actual answers of your own? How many things can you say you've completely decided as your own that are not influenced by your parents, your friends, or society? The truth is, all of it is influenced. But the beauty is that we have to have the experience by influence to eventually understand that there is something opposite of that. We've had to have years of others telling us what life is about and what's right in life in order to rebel against it and decide for ourselves. But are you questioning? Most of us don't because most of us have been told to not rock the boat that our success is in smooth sails with a compass, not storms that send us to unknown lands. In my opinion, we've been lied to, and probably by the majority, but in my opinion, the human experience is to rebel. To rebel in a way that shows us who we are apart from others. To rebel is to show up authentically and uniquely. It means disrupting the system, because there is no system that works for everyone. Do you believe in God? Do you believe in universal power? Do you believe in balance? No matter what you believe in, we are created with great potential to be good or evil, to be light or dark, and everything in between. The extremes just set the boundary, and somewhere in the gray area is where each one of us sits. It's not just the black or white. And the only way to find our true place is to rebel, is to find answers to the questions of life and stop adhering to others' ideas of it, to stop being convinced by the external stimulations. 
no one thing, apart from maybe that survival of the species is what we all want, no one thing will be accepted and followed by every human. Not even moral obligations, unfortunately. So in finding true satisfaction in life, why would we blindly follow anything? This is why I personally have built an idea of the rebel man, the rebel-minded human. And you know what? It's not original. It never was. There are thousands of people out there that are promoting the same idea, but in a different strand. What you follow comes down to what speaks to you the most. I'm just here to provoke you out of mediocrity and compliance. You don't have to listen to my strand. You can find somebody else's. But the fact is, you need to rebel. You need to move. A rebel-minded mindset is something that we all need. We all need to define life for ourselves. It's important to life fulfillment, yes, but it's also crucial in offsetting the bullshit that everyone should follow the same path. That cell does not work for me, and it shouldn't for you either. Take what you can from these. Send me feedback. Tell me your story. Come join me on a rebel-minded path, whatever that means to you. And stay strong and stay rebel-minded. I love you all. This is your host, Zach. I'm out. Here we are again, at the end. I'm starting to tear up a little bit. And I just want you to know that I'm going to miss you. And I appreciate you. And I love you. And I hope that whatever you're after, you keep fighting for it. Your experience is uniquely your own. And so that means so are the challenges that you face. Stay strong. And don't let anyone diminish who you are or what you dream of being. As your friend and fellow flawed human, stay rebel-minded, my friends. Until next time.